was acting cool, cuz. What? Nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? Hey. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. I go hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. Hope you guys are doing good. Happy Saturday. Let me show my screens are up and working. Let's see here. All right, all right. What's up, you guys? Oh, it's been a long week. Oh, my gosh. I was supposed to go live yesterday, but um, I was tired. I needed a break. I've been busy all week putting out content, making deep dive videos. So I was just really tired. And then we got a huge snowfall last night. Like we got about 13 inches. Hey, everybody, hope you guys are doing good. We got a lot of snow. I don't know who else is affected by the snow, but the snow is no joke. I woke up this morning. We had 13 inches. I couldn't even see my driveway. It's like all you see is everything blanketed in white. And I had a delivery coming today. Um, they were bringing a recliner because y'all know I'm about to have surgery upcoming and I'm going to need help. And the way my house is shaped, um, my old house, my bedroom was right by the living room. But this time everything is like upstairs. So I need somebody to be in the room with me. So I got I ordered a recliner. And so they came to deliver, but they couldn't because it was so much snow and there was nobody here but me. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. And they're like, yeah, we're going to have to bring this another day. And I'm like, I don't want to push the delivery back. And my neighbor, you know, was seeing what was going on. And so he seen the truck out there and he came and he snowblow my whole driveway and made a path for them to come. So when I tell you God is good because he doesn't even know how much that helped me out. Like I really needed that delivery. So for him to come and do that and I try to pay him, he's like, no, I don't need no money. That's what neighbors do. So proof there's still good hearted people out here and the energy that you put out, you shall receive. So, you know, God bless my neighbor for just looking out like that when he didn't have to. Um, so yeah, it's a lot. Yes, it's a cold winter, honey. It's cold, uh, Joe Biden, uh, you know, his whole long, cold winter. We finally got hit. But I'm not going to complain too much about the snow because, honestly, we went weeks with no snow, and the weather was really nice. I mean, there were certain days, which was very odd, that we were hitting, like, 45, 50 degrees when we should be at least, you know, one, two degrees. So I'm not complaining about that, you know, but we got a lot of snow. I just heard a few hours ago about what happened in Kentucky. Um, a bunch of tornadoes touched down. They're saying right now at least 50 people have passed, maybe more. So my heart definitely goes out to the people in Kentucky. And what's worse is it happened at night. So a lot of people were sleeping in their beds and probably didn't even know what hit them. You know, you're going to bed, you know, hoping for the next morning. And now, you know, you're dead. So this is really sad. The recovery has started already. The uh, governor of Kentucky was on the news talking. I was watching that earlier. So my heart goes out to anybody out there affected. This weather is getting crazy. I mean, I've never heard of a tornado coming through in the middle of winter in December. Usually it's like springtime when we get tornadoes in the Midwest. So I, I don't know. I don't know where this tornado came from. Very strange. People are saying it's 50 degrees in, hold on, 70 degrees in Baltimore, 75 in VA. Yeah, the weather has been very interesting. Like I said, we just got hit with the cold uh, last Sunday is when the temperature started to drop. But before then, we were sitting in like the 50s and 40s, and which is very unusual, you know. And then 
all of a sudden mother nature was like oh <laughs> so you thought <laughs> bam here comes all the damn snow so yeah so it's been a lot going on um whoo but I'm going to do another podcast. I'll have another podcast coming up. I'm trying to put out as much content as possible, like I told y'all on Discord, because I'm going to be out for the next few weeks. You know what I'm saying? Everything has been scheduled now. Um, I do have to get surgery. It's kind of serious, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, ugh, shit. <laughs> Just add another one to the list, right? Um, so I'll be gone for a while. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to put out as much content as I can. Um, I really appreciate the fact that you guys just allow me to create. Shout out to everybody who is here for my deep dive. Okay, on the Chris Benoit, Nancy Benoit situation. Put a teacup if you guys got a chance to watch my wrestling deep dive on the Chris Benoit, Nancy Benoit murders. I took a whole different spin. And um, I'm so, like, appreciative of the feedback because... Normally, I wouldn't even did that. Like, everybody knows I'm a big wrestling fan. Well, old school wrestling. I don't really watch all this new stuff. But old school wrestling from, like, the late 90s to, like, the mid-2000s, bitch, I was here for it, okay? You couldn't tell me nothing. I was a female ultimate warrior. I love uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth, Coco Beware. Um, who else? Kamala, the, the Ugandan giant, um, the big boss man, Jake the Snake Roberts. I mean, this is how me, my dad, and my brothers bonded. You know what I'm saying? We watched WWE. It was WWF at the time. So I was a big fan of all of this stuff. And it's not until you get older that you kind of see the darkness and how a lot of these people were used and their bodies. You know, they, they say that wrestling is fake, but them injuries aren't fake. You know, the CTE, the concussions, the heartache, the things that a lot of these men and women put their bodies through. And so I have always wanted to do a video. Like I remember when China died, I really wanted to do a video about China, but I was scared too. Cause I'm like, I don't think my audience is going to watch it and I'm not going to be in the algorithm. I won't get the views. And, and now that I've stopped worrying about all that dumb shit that YouTube forces you to worry about, I'm just able to create. So it felt good because when I watched the dark side of the ring, the Chris Benoit story, I mean, like I cried, like I didn't even know it went that deep. And as I was watching it, I was just seeing so many like just connections. Like this is way deeper than CTE. This is way deeper than depression. This is even deeper than Eddie Guerrero. You know what I'm saying? His best friend dying. Like there's so much symbolism in all of this stuff. And like I always say, the devil comes back to collect. You know, um, so yeah, thank y'all. Yeah, th thank y'all for just taking a chance on it and watching it. And thank you guys for the feedback. Um, I probably will do more. Everybody's like, you should do more because you can literally turn the WWE into a Dragon Ball Z series. There's so much drama to unpack. There's so much controversy. I have my issues with Vince McMahon. Y'all know that. I talked about it when I talked about the whole Hulk Hogan situation and how he did Kamala, the Ugandan giant, how that man was just left. He basically died penniless. And I don't find it a coincidence that the same day Kamala Harris was being sworn into office, Kamala Harris, the Ugandan, diet, uh, the Ugandan giant, died. I found that weird. He was trending on Twitter and people thought Kamala, the, the damn vice president, died, but it was the wrestler. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, man, it's it's a lot to unpackage. Maybe I'll do one about China. I know y'all have been asking. 
Um, but I, I'm just really happy I was able to do the one about Chris Benoit. I, I just have always wanted to get that off of my heart. And I'm glad a lot of people saw where I was coming from. And, and the thing is, I learned a lot from Dark Side of the Ring because I did not know that Nancy was involved in all that stuff. I mean, I had to have been like one or two, so I would have no idea. So I think Dark Side of the Ring has opened a lot of people's eyes to everything. And I don't want y'all to think like I'm saying wrestling is bad or everybody in wrestling is bad. No, you know what I'm saying? This is a part, this was like a big part of my childhood. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a fan of old school wrestling. I'll still go back and watch old school wrestling matches, um, like the verses between heaven and hell, a match made in heaven, a match made in hell. That was one of my favorite pay-per-view matches. But, um, you know, with all that darkness, there is light. You know, if y'all don't know, Shawn Michaels, he's a reborn again Christian. And I used to be a big child. You couldn't tell me nothing about Shawn Michaels with his cute self. He's a reborn again Christian. The Undertaker, you know what I'm saying? Mark, he found love. He's a reborn again Christian. So there is light with all this stuff that has gone on with the WWE, WWF. There is people who are finding the light and they're understanding how they were used as pawns. So, you know what I'm saying? So God bless them, you know what I'm saying, for seeing the light and, and just... Um, yeah, the edge is a lot of them. A lot of them have, have really found Christianity. And you know, the dark, the undertaker was a very, very dark, um, character, very dark. He used to scare me as a kid. I used to have nightmares about him and the paw bearer, you know what I mean? So to see that he's just changed his life around is a blessing. So that's what I'm saying. This is not to demonize even Chris Benoit, you know, like just things happen sometimes that are outside of ourselves that are spiritual. You know, sometimes people tap into stuff without realizing, even Kevin Sullivan, you know, he thought it was a game. You can't tap into that type of stuff and think that there's not going to be any type of, re, you know, repercussions and consequences. So um, I know probably half of y'all, what the hell is she talking about? But for my wrestling fans, y'all know what the hell I'm talking about, talking to y'all, okay? So yeah, it just, it felt good to do that video and just thank you guys for just letting me create. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it came out of left field, but it was still good. <laughs> It was a good video. So, you know what I mean? So thank you guys. Oh yeah. Razor Ramon. Oh yeah. I was a big fan of him, man. So many memories, so many memories. So yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you to everybody who got a chance to watch it. Um, <laughs> somebody said, we wrestling fans know what you're saying T. Yeah. I was surprised like at how many females were also into it and, so it, it made me happy. It made me like, okay, cool. I can, I can make this and people will watch it. They're not going to be like, you're weird. Why are you talking about wrestling from the nineties? Like get a life. You know what I'm saying? Like it just felt good to get away from like typical celebrity news and you know how we talk about music and pop culture. Like people don't understand, you know, they always want to shine a light on the darkness of the music industry and the movie industry. Shit. Y'all better shine a light on that damn wrestling industry, honey. There's a lot of dark shit that done took place with the WWE, WWF. Like I've always told y'all, you don't become a billionaire by being a nice person. And Vince McMahon, I would love to peel back the layers of just everything, but that would just take fucking six months. I ain't got time. But Vince McMahon, he is behind a lot of this, this bullshit. He is the puppet master. He's very dark. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of wrestlers have been able to wake up and see how they were used and how a lot of them have been left basically penniless. You know what I'm saying? And, and they're and I'm so happy that now that they're speaking and they're starting their own podcast and doing the dark side of the ring, like we need to hear their stories, just like we need to hear stories of um, musicians back in the day behind the music and, and things like that. Because 
one thing I've learned about the entertainment industry as I've gotten older is a lot of people give so much of themselves, especially back then. It wasn't a lot of money to be had. There's more money now. A lot of these new wrestlers are able to eat and live well because of those who paved the way, just like in the music industry. A lot of these new artists are able to get these huge bags because of those who paved the way for them. But if you go back to the artists from the 80s and 90s, I mean, unless you're Prince, Michael, or Janet, a lot of them are not living that trife life, right? So it always makes me sad now as an adult when I see how much these people who are entertaining us put themselves through physically, mentally, you know, y'all know I'm a hockey fan. I told y'all when I watch Ice Guardians, which is one of my favorite documentaries on Netflix, I, I broke down crying because I had no idea it was that bad. You know, and these these men were risking themselves. These enforcers were risking themselves just to entertain us, you know. So while sometimes I look at sports now like, oh, it's so dumbed down. It's so soft. Oh, basketball is not as crazy it was as it was when I was a kid or hockey. Um, I, I get it. I get it now. Like they had to change things around because these men were literally risking themselves. And now they're in their 50s and they barely have memories because of getting banged around the ring. And they've had whole facial reconstructions and teeth knocked out and you know, so I just, my hat goes out to people who do stuff like this in the form of entertainment. Um, you know, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be no damn wrestler, but thank you for all the memories. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for all the memories. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. The Von Eric story. That was crazy. The Von, the Von um, Eric brothers. Yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's so many deep dives with wrestling. So many. But I really want to hit on, the, on China because she was one of my favorite female wrestlers. And the way they did her, the way she had to do porn, and then how they just never gave her her flowers while she was here. Because I was following her, you know what I'm saying, up until she died. Checking in, and she was doing good in Japan, and she was a school teacher, and then she comes back. And then she just all of a sudden dies when she gets back to America. But she had been in Japan doing fine. I don't like that. So... Yep, Owen Hart. Yep, when he died on live television. Child, y'all are bringing back memories, honey. Yes. Whoo, it was so much stuff that went on. That's why I said, like, a lot of us are just, we're, we're walking around with a lot of trauma that we were exposed to as kids. And we didn't even realize until we get older. You know, like, to even know what happened to Jake the Snake, he was another one of my favorite wrestlers. And then he disappeared. And then to find out his daddy was a whole pedo, he was messing with the sisters. And then the then the mama, the stepmama started messing with Jake. And the stepmom was only two years older than Jake the Snake. Child, that story. Hoo-wee! Their family dynamic was crazy. I didn't even know he had siblings in wrestling. So kudos to Vice. I'm telling kudos to Vice. Honey. I, could watch, I could watch the damn dark side all day. Kudos to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yep. Jake the Snake was actually scared of snakes, yep. It, but it's like, you know, people were so desperate for money back then. You just did what you had to do. You know, if they're going to give you a bag for running around with a snake and acting like the snake is your best friend, you know, you got to eat and take care of your family. Then remember when he got bit? <laughs> okay, y'all know y'all like, shut up, T. <laughs> I can talk about wrestling 
allowing me to do the documentary. I appreciate it. Um, oh yeah, Booker T. Wait, Mark. Hold up before I go. Mark, remember when Booker T caught Hulk Hogan, nigga? <laughs> he was like, nigga. And me and Jim was like, uh, okay, back to y'all. <laughs> yes, Booker T caught Hulk Hogan. He's like, we coming to get you, nigga. <laughs> oh, you can't write that shit up. Oh yeah, y'all go look that up. Booker T, he was he was doing a promo calling out Hulk Hogan because they were supposed to fight and he called Hulk Hogan. <laughs> that will always go down as one of the craziest moments because everybody was like, uh, I don't think you were supposed to say that. <laughs> you totally broke character. <laughs> oh my gosh, I swear. Old school wrestling, well, whoo-wee. So many crazy ass storylines, child. Mm-mm-mm. I would love to do like a wrestling podcast with like wrestling fans. I would love and just sit and just remember and just reminisce, honey, about the 80s and 90s. Uh, let me see here. Michelle sent $27.99. She says, much love from Canada, from Brentford, home of Wayne Gretzky. Hey, hey, Michelle. She says, yes, CT is real in hockey and in wrestling. I appreciate you, T. Praying for you, hun. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. Yes, it is. You know, there's another documentary that I watched the other day, and I was here for it, about the Thrashers, that whole mafia uh, uh, hockey team. It was the minor league hockey team. Netflix did a documentary on them, and that shit, if you have not seen it, it is so good. If you're a hockey fan, you will appreciate the documentary. It is so good. I had a good time watching that the other day. Um, let's see here. Lady Dorquette says, hey, auntie, first live I've caught. I've been watching since 2013. I was 17. You taught me to look a lot deeper in people and everything happening in the world. You deserve your blessings and love. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. And thanks for coming through, love. So I want to come on here. Child, we got to talk about this whole Jussie Smoulet situation, okay? Jussie, a.k.a. Street Meat. Now, from the time this story came out, it was very few people um, initially, right, who were calling out the foolishness, who saw the mess for what it was. I know Star was one of the few people. He saw it for what it was as well. Like, this dude is lying. You know, like I said, initially, I try to give him the benefit of the doubt because Jesse had never been involved in any type of controversy. But then as more information came out, I'm like, this dude is a straight up liar. Who the hell is buying this shit? Unfortunately. A lot of people were still buying it. But um, now Mr. Street Meat has been found guilty. Okay? So it's come out that he's a liar, which we've already known. But he's also some type of low-key snitch. Because while he was talking on, um, when he was um, getting cross-examined, he basically let it slip out that Don Lemon was the one who tipped him off and told him that he was being investigated by the police. Now, Don Lemon is supposed to be your friend, Street Meat. Why would you even bring him up? Why would you call him out? So I'm going to go ahead and play y'all this clip. They were talking about it on Fox News. And now Don Lemon is kind of, you could tell he's definitely feeling away because now he's not supporting Jesse at all. So let me go ahead and share this with y'all really quick here. ...of Jesse Smollett on trial right now and Don Lemon. Yesterday, he testified, Smollett, 
that he got text messages from Don Lemon, supposedly relaying that the Chicago Police Department didn't believe Smollett's accounting of what happened. And at the time, Lemon told his viewers that the story was personal since they were acquaintances and they had texted after the alleged 2019 incident. What to make of this? It's like watching the whole Cuomo episode now replay itself with Don Lemon. Ooh. He tipped off somebody who was under investigation about the Chicago Police Department not believing his story. And that prompted Smollett, according to Smollett, for whatever that's worth, to withhold evidence such as his phone and those records. So now CNN needs to address this next. But of course they haven't because they don't do so until they absolutely have to. And you have to wonder, Harris, while all this is going on, what the top shareholder and John Malone of Liberty Media is thinking, because now he's the the top shareholder of CNN because he recently said CNN needs to get back to journalism. He praised Fox News for its journalistic performance oh, in the process and said do. CNN, yeah, <laughs> no, that was interesting. He did so on CNBC, so it's you know it's all so, crazy. So, uh, but uh, yeah, just real quickly, your last thought on where this goes now because you know Don Lemon can say, well, I was just trying to buddy up so I could get the booking of this of this person for an exclusive interview or something. I mean. But, but when you talk about receipts, when you have those text messages, your last word. Yeah, well, the problem is that he told Smollett what he heard from his sources within the Chicago Police Department. So uh. it's no longer like I'm trying to help a friend. You're trying to affect an investigation. This is serious stuff. So this isn't the, the last time this is, is going to go away. And I think many changes are going to be made at CNN, both in front of the camera and behind it, because this cannot continue, particularly when you've lost nearly 80 percent of your audience since the beginning of the year. Harris. Well, that. <laughs> Not the shade, especially since you've lost 80% of the audience <laughs> since the beginning of the year. Fox News and their shade be cracking me up. But he's not lying. Don Lemon did get himself involved in some mess trying to look out for a friend. And now the friend done put him out in the court of law. So, and especially with the whole um, Chris Cuomo situation happening where CNN had to recently fire Cuomo. You know, he said he was just trying to look out for his brother. But as they dug deeper they found out he was doing a lot more than just looking out for his brother, okay? And I don't feel bad, you know what I'm saying? Because, Don Lemon, weren't you the same one time my people who are unvaccinated need to just be, you know, uh, cast out of society? Yeah. You see how that works? See that nasty energy you was putting out there about unvaccinated people? Not knowing that not everybody who's unvaccinated is not getting the, you know, the, the vaccine because of political reasons. Sometimes it's medical. Yeah, karma always comes. It may not be swift, but it eventually comes. I feel no ways since he's talking about, you know, we need to be casted out. Uh, good luck on that investigation, Don. <laughs> okay, so now... Uh, now, Don was a strong proponent of Jussie. Oh, had his back. Oh, I've known Jussie for years. He'd never lie. Oh, Juicy Smooth lays a stand-up die. <laughs> well, now it looks like John, Le uh, John Lemon, Don Lemon is uh, changing his tune. Seems like he's in his feelings, honey. Let me go ahead and um, pull up this clip. Give me just a second. He has definitely switched it up. Okay, hold on, pull it up. Give me just a second. So this is Don Lemon talking on CNN when the verdict came out. Certain things I'd like to cover, like another lie, and, and that, uh, you know, again, 
I guess he got caught up in that because he took the stand himself. He got angry with the prosecutor. This prosecutor poked holes in his story, calling only the only other witnesses liars. Okay, let me turn out that weird music. But yeah, now he's calling him a liar. He's saying, oh, you know, he's spinning too many false narratives. He can't keep up with his lies. Don, where have you been for the past three years? We've been telling you that this man has been lying since the story came out, but you swapping down because that was your friend. He wasn't lying. But see, that's part of being a friend. A good friend should be able to check you when you're in the wrong. A friendship should not be a one-sided street where the only thing I tell you is what the hell you want to hear. Sometimes you got to tell your friends the truth. And if that was your friend, you should have put him to the side, Don Lemon Drop, and told his ass, hey, Jussie, quit lying. Just admit that, you know what I'm saying, that you set all this shit up and call it a day. You got all these people in Chicago getting shot, all this crime on the rise, but they're having to waste money on this wild goose chase. And has anybody heard from Amanda Seals? Remember when she was out here defending her friend Jussie and even having the nerve to say, I don't care if he lied, it don't matter because the woman who lied on Emmett Till, she lied. Just literally comparing apples to oranges. Let's stop defending bullshit. Now I'm gonna be very interested to see what happens to him. I'm gonna say this, being that he done already threw Don Lemon head on the, under the bus, I think what's going to happen next is if he is looking at any time. Now, do I think he should be in prison for the next five to 10 years? No, it's not that serious. But I think that he should, you know, he should definitely face consequences, whatever they may be. I don't know. I'm not on the jury. But I will say this. If they talk about giving him anything more than a year, he about to sing like a canary. Bitch, you're going to think it's Empire Part 2 coming back on because he about to tell it all. <laughs> he about to tell. He going to blast Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, and whoever else. Lee Daniels, Big Daddy. Jesse, you're my son. I can see him calling out all these people. Oh, he's not going down without a fight. The fact that he bought up Don Lemon's name. Your boy tried to help you and tip you off. He didn't have to bring that shit up. I think the fact that he bought up Don Lemon's name was to let them know that if I can blast Don Lemon for giving me a tip from the Chicago police, y'all better make sure I don't go to prison for this shit. Because if not, he gonna tell it all. He a snitch. I mean, it just does not make any sense that, to me, this has to be political. Jussie had never, ever been in any type of controversy. We all love Jesse. He could sing. He was handsome. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't think of anybody saying anything bad about him before this entire incident. So why would he risk his career, his reputation, his family's reputation? Because hell, even people are giving Journey the side eye and she ain't done shit. But her last name is Smoulet. <laughs> so that alone, you know what I'm saying, makes folks give her the side eye. And I love me some Journey. But um, I just feel like he, it goes way deeper. I don't see him just making all of this up and doing this elaborate hoax. 
just for the fuck of it. I believe that there are people behind the scenes pulling strings because remember, this is when everybody was getting ready, you know, for the preliminaries, the 2020 election was going to be coming up. So let's start planting these seeds of division and race. Let's start planting these seeds now because as soon as it went viral, our good old vice president, she was one of the main ones out there, you know, petitioning and talking about this whole situation. They were trying to um, push the anti-lynching bill and they were using this case to push it. I mean, there should be an anti-lynching bill. Don't get me wrong. But they were using this case, this case to push it and say, look what's happening to black people in America, you know, on a low on, on a cold, lonely night in Chicago at 2 a.m. They're being attacked by MAGA supporters like he's in the deep south of Mississippi somewhere. Oh, yeah, and then don't forget the cherry on top. They even threw a noose on his neck. The damn noose looked like dental floss. So I, I don't know. I just feel like there's more to the story. I really do. I feel like there's more to the story. Um, I just think the whole situation is a mess, you know, and, and I'm glad he was found guilty. I'm glad he was found guilty. I'm glad that the jury saw through the bullshit. And I believe he was smashing both brothers, but that's a whole nother video. <laughs> I believe he was having sex with both them damn brothers. Both them brothers give me DLTs, not one, but both. I wouldn't be surprised they were all taking baths together. Well, now you got to worry about that. He might be going to the big bathhouse now, so we'll see. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um, Yamina says, hey, T, I flew to Mini from uh, MD for the Vikings and leaving today. I was hoping to bump into you. I love seeing the snow, but I'm headed home to 70 degree weather. I love your channel and podcast. Thank you so much. And lucky you flying in to come see a Vikings game. I know that's right. That's the new stadium that they built. Uh, I think they built it like three years ago. It's a beautiful stadium. So I hope you had a really good time at the Vikings at the U.S. Bank Stadium. Welcome to Minnesota. Bye. Because now she's leaving. So <laughs> that was a short trip, but I hope you enjoyed the game. Um, let's see here. Uh, Ainsley Harvey says, you are awesome, T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Diva D says, they are messing with the weather. One of your discords mentioned what was happening with the tornadoes. Praying all goes well, T. Thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely believe that there's something going on with the weather. It, it does not make sense. It did not stop snowing last night because I got up at like 2.30 in the morning and the snow was still coming down. Um, it's just really odd. I just, I've never heard of a tornado hitting in the middle of December. I just haven't. Late at night, nobody knew. And usually with tornadoes, those are something they can see forming. They can give people warning. Hey, tornado coming. Go hide in the basement. Go somewhere safe. They didn't, they didn't get any type of warning about this tornado. Just appeared in the middle of the night and took out 50 people, if not more. So I, I just, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, honey. You know, China has already, um, they got a weather machine that they've been working on for years over there in China. And I believe it's ready already. I'm not saying that China sent it, but I'm just saying weather machines definitely, definitely exist. They do. So thank you. Um, Scorpion says, Hey T, I absolutely love your deep dive videos. 
I literally watched it twice. I love everything you do from the Bay. Thank you so much. I'm glad you watched it twice. I appreciate it. Thank you for supporting. Um, Shelby Young says, hey, Auntie, hope you're having a great day. You're literally what I watch every morning. In the morning, I'll get to the playback later. Love you. Love you, too, and thanks for stopping through, sis. Um, Blake Gildapest sent 20. Hey, Blake. He says, I just wanted to drop a like and show some love, T. I'm going to watch later during my overnight shift. Love. Uh, I hope this stream is good and long. LOL. Thank you, and thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, Nasir Young sent 999. Uh, he sent a sticker. Thank you so much, Nasir. Appreciate you. Empress Shaya says, praying, praying for a speedy recovery and a happy, healthy new year. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am too. I just eventually, you know, want to get this done and, you know, get back <laughs> to like my life as usual. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Eliza Max says, I never watched wrestling growing up. I'm mad that you spelled it like that. <laughs> Why do you spell wrestling like that? She don't wrote wrestling. I've never watched wrestling growing up, but you had me watching the whole series. You're awesome. Sending you love and healing. Thank you, sis. I can tell you sure didn't watch wrestling spelling it like that. <laughs> she don't wrote wrestling. I like that. Thank you so much, sis. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad you got a chance to watch this series as well. Um, let's see here. Jackie T says, hey, T, sending love. Do you know how long it took me to realize that The Undertaker and Kane weren't really brothers? Yeah, it took me years, too. I'm telling them storylines are so good in wrestling. Like, I didn't know that Elizabeth and Macho Man weren't really together when they were doing the whole. When he remember when he, he asked her um, during the uh, during the show, the pay-per-view show to marry her. And she was like, yes. And he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were really getting married. They ended up dating after. But, you know, as a kid, you think they're really together. I mean, that was like the talk of the water cooler, honey, in third grade. Like, oh, my God, Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man Randy Savage are getting married. And then you get older, and you're like, it was just all scripted. Like, Miss McMahon ain't shit. He, he scripted all that stuff. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, yeah. Why can I still talk like him? <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all are bringing bad memories. Let me see here. Um, Red XL says the new WWE is scary with these new wrestlers. Yeah, I can't get into the new ones. The lady who's doing all the occult shit and, you know, playing with the Ouija board, trying to see who's going to win. Girl, they're doing way too much nowadays, honey. I don't really like, I can't get into the new ones. I really, I think the last time I really like was watching when The Miz was like getting really big because I was so proud of The Miz when he went from the real world of New York to like wrestling, you know, so that kind of had me watching, but I, I haven't watched in a while. I just haven't, you know, I miss the good old days, man. Oh, yeah. Step into a Slim Jim. <laughs> uh-uh, Nan Sullivan. You don't brought it back. I'm in them damn Slim Jim commercials. <laughs> um, A-Hunt says, what do you think about Michael Strahan and the five others that went to space today? I didn't hear about that. I did not know about that. I got to look that up. They went, they went to space for real, for real, like astronauts. I got to look that up. I didn't know he, I didn't know he bought a, a damn ticket to go to space. Hey, Michael Strahan. 
Let's see here. Stephanie Baby says, I'm a huge WWE fan. I still watch it now. I have to watch that deep dive tea. My favorite character, talking about my favorite entertainment, I will sub to Patreon. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Samantha Reader says, I remember when China passed, yet her passing was overshadowed by Prince's passing. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy because they both kind of died like right right around the same time. So yeah, that kind of sucked. Let's see here. Um, Jay Jersey says Joe Rogan did an interview with Jake the snake. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. I didn't even know that. Thank you. Thank you for that tea. I will be checking that out. Now, uh, Chris, that Chris Van guy, the one from Canada, the cute little white boy that does all the little wrestling interviews. He interviewed um, David Benoit. Chris Benoit's son. So I watched that the other day. It was very good. And I really hope that they end up giving David a chance. He does have some big shoes to fill, you know, because he wants to be like his daddy. But I think he needs to just try and be himself and try and be the best that he can be. But I really love David. He has such a sweet spirit knowing everything he's gone through, you know, losing his father, losing his little brother, losing his stepmother. And he had a great relationship with all of them. And the fact that you know, he's just trying to, he just wants to be given a chance to wrestle. I hope he ends up getting that chance. So I'm definitely rooting for David. Um, let's see here. Lady Dorquette. Oh, no, I read that. Thank you, Lady Dorquette. Um, Stephanie sent another super chat. She sent 10. She said, people are always saying that wrestling is fake, but Chris Benoit was a catalyst for the rules to change. Now they're not allowed to hit on the head and the refs don't let them bleed out anymore but they still get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Benoit, honestly, that entire situation changed all of sports. It really did. It really brought the conversation of CTE to the forefront. Um, the WWE had to clean up their, their act after that. You know, people just, you know, running around popping morphine and, you know, doing lines of Coke. <laughs> those, those good old days are over. Like they really had to get regulated, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, his his death definitely changed a lot of stuff in the industry, you know. So I guess that's the only good thing I can say that may have come of his death is that, you know, they started taking things like that more seriously. But I still believe his that whole situation goes way deeper than just CTE and roid rage. So thank you. Um, Let's see here. So oh, hold up. Lady Luck sent 199. She says, I'm from D.C. and the people here say wrestling. Oh, so maybe it's a DC thing. Wrestling. That is so funny. I've, I've never heard anybody pronounce it like that, but I'm here for it though. Wrestling. Y'all also be pronouncing y'all's twos like two. <laughs> or no, who is that? There was some Baltimore people when they say Avenue, Avenue and the Avenue. <laughs> Them Baltimore accents, honey, be cracking me up. Them accents be strong. Okay, so now. I, oh, yeah, before we leave this uh, Jussie situation, let me also speak on Josh Duggar, okay? I was just, you know, I was so elated the other day because I'm like, the two people I've been calling out for years, Josh Duggar from, I don't know how many damn kids a mama had, 25 kids and counting, he was found guilty on child pornography charges, and I was here for that. I was definitely here for that. Him and Jesse Smollett, <laughs> street meet, were found guilty on the same day. I said, how ironic. So let me go ahead and um, play y'all the update here. Basically, the family is now speaking out. Josh Duggar has a lot of issues. I caught him out back in like 2015 when it came out 
that he had molested one of well, maybe I have to say the M word because you know YouTube algorithm. He M'd one of his little sisters. And they were coming out talking about this. They had gone through a lot of abuse at his hands. And the father, Jim Bob, and the mom, Michelle, they were sweeping shit under the rug. So when it came out, TLC ended up canceling the show, but nothing was ever done to Josh. So he got away with that, right? Then a few years later, the Ashley Madison scandal came out. And I'm like, you know, at this point, this dude seems like some type of deviant. Because you're trying to put on this persona that you're this good Christian man, you were raised with this good Christian family, but you're touching on your sisters, and now you're cheating on your wife, you know what I'm saying, with random people on Ashley Madison. But again, that was swept under the rug. And then it came out, what, like a year, two years ago, I think two years ago, that not only was he doing all this deviant stuff within his family, but he was also into child pornography. So now he's been popped. So he finally, finally, finally is being held accountable. And I'm here for it. I'm, I'm so here for it. I don't like stuff like that. They've been letting him off the hook for years. So let me go ahead and show y'all this new story. On Thursday, Josh was found guilty of two counts of receiving and possessing child pornography. We respect the jury's verdict and we look forward to continuing this fight on appeal. We have no more comment at this time. According to court documents, the 33-year-old downloaded files which contained images of sexual abuse of children under the age of 12 while using his work computer at a used car dealership. Now Josh faces up to 20 years in prison and fines up to $250,000 per count. Shortly after Josh's guilty verdict was announced, his sister Jill Duggar and her husband Derek Dillard weighed in on their website, writing that the day was, quote, difficult for their family. Quote, our hearts go out to the victims of child abuse or any kind of exploitation. We are thankful for the hard work of law enforcement, including investigators, forensic analysis, prosecutors, and all others involved who save kids and hold accountable those responsible for their abuse. This case represents a significant milestone for the Western District of Arkansas and our continued efforts to combat child abuse. The couple continues writing that nobody is above the law, adding, quote, it applies equally to everybody, no matter your wealth, status, associations, gender, race, or any other factor. Today, the people of the Western District of Arkansas made that clear in their verdict. As for whether or not they think the jury reached the right verdict, the couple said that they had been lied to so much that they wanted to hear the evidence for themselves in court. Quote, after seeing all the evidence as it was presented, we believe that the jury reached a just verdict today, consistent with the truth beyond a reasonable doubt. Derek previously hinted at his feelings prior to Josh's conviction, tweeting that he was, quote, praying for justice the day before the jury reached a verdict. Jill and Derek ended their post by noting, quote, Josh's actions have rippled far beyond the epicenter of the offense itself. The couple adds that Josh's wife, Anna, and their seven children have a long road ahead, adding that they will stand by them, pray for them, and support them however they can. All right, let me come back on the screen. So that is the update. And it just shows you how arrogant this man was. You know, it's one thing to even dabble in child porn. That by itself is sick. But he's at work doing this shit. I could see if he had like a a damn, you know, separate computer in the basement doing some nefarious shit. He's literally at work. 
So while he's supposed to be out here selling cars, vacuuming out cars, he's looking at child porn. He's getting child porn delivered to him on his work computer while he's at work. So it just shows you like he he's so delusional and he has this sense of entitlement that he's untouchable that he can even do this in a, in a place of work as if your work computer is not, you know, watched and monitored. So I, I'm just glad he's off the streets. He has a lot of issues. Um, notice we ain't got no, you know, no comment from Jim, Bob or Michelle. They're, <laughs> they're awfully quiet. But see, that's the problem. They want to have all these damn kids um, and, you know, just leave them to raise each other. You can't, you can't raise 19 kids. That's very hard. Now, I don't care if they're all in the same household. That's a lot of children to have to give attention to. You know, they're not all just going to be perfect. You're going to have some that may have issues, psychological issues. You know what I'm saying? Mental health issues. And you're not able to deal with it because you got 18 other damn screaming kids. Because let's not forget, all these kids are like one to two years apart. It's not like they're, you know, every five years. They're literally like back to back to back to back. So I, I don't know. I remember when she had that, this, this ain't funny, but remember when she had that miscarriage and nobody gave a fuck? I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just saying. Do y'all remember they tried to do that special? Oh, Michelle miscarriages, baby number 21, and no one cared. We was like, bitch, if you don't get off our television with this shit, you got damn 20-something kids. You got the nobody crying about a, oh, God. Let me, let me stop. Let me stop. Yeah, nobody cared. People was like, ma'am, have a seat. <laughs> Fuck out of here, TLC. <laughs> like, no one cared. People was like, next. I remember everybody was talking about that shit, cracking up. Like, did this? Did they really do a special commemorate, commemorating her, her 21st child as a miscarriage? Really? Sorry, I had to keep it real. <laughs> I was like, no, no one cared. Nobody cared. It was too much. Too much. Let me see here. Uh, Ronald Harvey, what's up, Ronald? He says, OT, I would definitely be down for a pro wrestling podcast from you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks for coming through. Um, Ali says, remember when Booker T let Vince McMahon call him the N-word? I side-eyed Booker T from that day on. You know what? Me and my homeboy talked about that the other day. I think the reason why Vince did that, because see, Vince likes to push the envelope. He did that basically, I guess you would say like commemorating when Booker T did it to Hawk Hogan. So I think the reason why Booker T didn't snap is maybe because he felt like, okay, he's kind of doing what I did to Hawk Hogan. Even though I wish Booker T would have grabbed him by his neck, but you know, he ain't trying to fuck up his money. But I remember that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, Vince McMahon is a habitual line stepper. He does all types of shady shit and people never hold him accountable because he's a billionaire. He's so rich. It's like people are scared to like hold him accountable for anything. But I think that's what that was. I really do. I think, you know, at that point, Vince is like, not Vince, but Booker was like, okay, he's just doing what I did to Hawk. But you can tell when he did it to Hawk Hogan, it came out. It was like a slip of the tongue. Vince did that shit just to, you know what I'm saying, to be messy and have a chance to say the N-word. Vince ain't slick. Yeah, I remember that. Who is? <laughs> Let's see here. Um, 
Alex Aaron says, hey, T, what's your opinion on the Mariah Beyonce versus I feel like the people who forgot, I feel like people forgot who Mariah Carey is and only remember her for her Christmas song. The idea of her against anyone is just disrespectful in my opinion. Um, I don't think either one of them would do a versus, to be honest with you. I just think it's the internet getting hyped up. Beyonce's in a category of her own. Mariah Carey's in a category of her own. I don't see them doing the verses. Mariah Carey has had bops since the late 90s. Don't, don't, don't ever, okay? Since someday. I wish I could sing like her. Some, some, someday. The one you gave away will be the only one you're wishing for. Man, that was my jam. Like Mariah Carey's had hits. Upon she took over the 90s. She laid the blueprint for Beyonce now. Okay. She did her damn thing all through the 90s. So for people to act like she's only known for her Christmas songs, who are these weirdos? Like Mariah Carey has hits, hits. Every album, except for glitter, was a hit. <laughs> we ain't forgot about the damn glitter debacle, but I give her a pass because it came out on 9-11. So you know, or the day before 9-11, one of this shit the movie so i think that whole situation kind of cursed the album as well but um butterfly is still one of my favorite mariah carey albums you know what i'm saying she just she has all types of hits i just that i i don't see them even battling i think they're in two different categories you know i think beyonce is in her own category because one thing about beyonce is beyonce can dance mariah carey cannot dance to save her life she's the stiffest i when she be trying to do them little sexy moves and she should be like this mariah carey is so stiff but it's okay because her voice okay is from the heavens so i love her music i love her voice but as far as like entertaining like you know all around entertainer she can't dance Whereas Beyonce can sing. I, I love Beyonce's voice, but Beyonce's an entertainer. She can dance. When you see Beyonce, she's going to put on a show. Okay. I don't, I don't want to see Beyonce in a versus sitting in a chair, you know, uh, talking about, uh, child, what, why can't I think of <laughs> Now let's get information. I want her to get up and dance. You know what I'm saying? So I don't see her doing the verses. People are only talking about this because of Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, Beyonce is not going to battle you. Mariah Carey's not going to battle you. You're not on the same level. Ursula took your voice when you got the cheating with Swiss, with Swiss Beats. I just, that's why people were talking about it because of Alicia Keys. And then she tried to like ignore Maya. Like Maya was way, way beneath her. Like girl, Maya laid the blueprint for you. Okay. She's biracial, just like you're biracial. Maya can sing, Maya can dance. You know what I'm saying? Maya was that girl back in the day. We're not going to do Maya like that, Alicia. Okay? Slow down a bit. She tried to act like, when they try to mention Maya, she tried to skip over Maya. Oh, yeah, Beyonce, Mariah. No, no, you might want to You might want to challenge Maya. Y'all about the same level. I don't care. They're about the same level to me. Alicia could, she could really sing back in the day, but I, I just haven't been into her music as of late. I heard she dropped the double album. I don't care. I'm just saying. But y'all didn't like that. Yeah, Maya did go against... Wait, no. Who would know? Ashanti went against Keisha Cole. But yeah, Maya can sing. Maya can sing. She can dance. And she's very humble. I've always liked Maya. Very beautiful lady. Very humble. You know what I'm saying? Very sweet spirit. But yeah, you're not, we're not going to do Maya, Alicia. Because they try to, you know, they try to call it Maya. Oh, yeah, you and the Maya. She, oh, no, Beyonce, Mariah. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. You're not on their level. Sorry. I, I don't. When I think of the greats, 
Alicia Keys is not on my particular list. She might be on yours, but she's not on mine. But um, I, I'm here for Mariah. I'm here for Beyonce, but I don't want to see them do a versus. I just think it's it's two different generations, two different styles. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know who Mariah could go against. I don't even know who would be on Beyonce's level to go against Beyonce. But I think for Beyonce, nobody's going to appreciate her just sitting down. Like it can't, it cannot be a Brandy and Monica. That was the worst versus. I don't care what anybody says, in my personal opinion. And I'm a fan of both Brandy and Monica, but that versus was trash. The energy was off. They didn't really sing. They were just, you know, mouthing their records. It was trash. I was so disappointed because I really wanted them to come out there and do their thing and like just really show out and, you know, sing and, and just really show us that the, that the hatchet was buried. Obviously, they dug that bitch back up and kept throwing at each other. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't like that. Um, the Erica Badu and Jill Scott, that was cool. It was more laid back, you know, slow type vibe. Um, I'm not watching Stephanie Mills and Shaka Khan. I wasn't interested in watch. I heard Shaka Khan was high out of her mind. I don't I don't know any Stephanie Mills songs like that, so I don't know. Um, Tony Braxton and Beyonce, absolutely not. <laughs> Whoever wrote that. <laughs> nope. Ah, uh-uh. now Celine Dion and Mariah. Boom. That's a good one. That's a good because neither of them can dance, but they both can sing their ass off and they both have a strong catalog and they both been around since the 90s. Yes. Near, far, wherever you are. Yes, I would be here for that. What? Shit. Celine Dion got some bops. That's a good one. That was a good one. That Tony Braxton, Beyonce, go on somewhere with that mess. Absolutely not. Maybe Tony Braxton, Alicia Keys. I could see that. But yes, yeah, Selena Mariah, I, w- I would watch that because they're just going to sit there with their microphones and sing beautifully. I'm there for that. Beyonce has to be against somebody who's going to put on a show just like her. I'm, I, ha- I can't see Beyonce just sitting down with a microphone. I'm going to need Beyonce to dance, twerk, twirl, do flips. Okay, I need a whole show. When Beyonce steps on the scene, she can't just sit there and, and do a Brandy and Monica. So I don't know who would, who, who would be, I don't know. I don't know who she could go against. But the Celine and Mariah, I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. That'd be a good match. Mariah versus uh, Mary J. Blige. That could work too. I, c- I could see that as well. You know what I'm saying? Mary gonna get up and do a little auntie dance because she really can't dance either. But you know, she just, she has fun in her boots. I could see that. But yeah, I don't see a Beyonce and Mariah Carey. I don't see that at all. Rihanna, Rihanna can't sing. And y'all, I'm a fan of Rihanna. You can't put Rihanna and Beyonce in the same category. Rihanna's gorgeous. She has sex appeal. Um, I love her swag. Y'all know I, she's one of the few celebrities I follow. But when it comes to vocals, you cannot put Rihanna next to Beyonce. Let's not do that. Maybe Rihanna and Alicia Keys. <laughs> Rihanna and Beyonce, no. <laughs> Uh, Brittany and Beyonce. Brittany can dance, but the way she's been acting on Instagram, absolutely not. Beyonce would win. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm keeping it real. I love Brittany, but she's not in her right frame of mind to be going against Beyonce. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be very interesting. I mean, Christina Aguilera, you know, she she was around that in that era, and she can, for the most part, I think she can kind of dance. She has a beautiful voice. Maybe singing, I can see that. 
So I don't know, y'all. Somebody said Janet Jackson, the Lady Gaga. <laughs> That'd be cute. Tony and Mary, I could see that. Tony and, and Mary, about the same age, same, you know, sexy swag. I would like that. I think that'd be dope. I would like that. I don't think Janet and Beyonce. I love me some Janet Jackson, but vocally, no. Mm -mm. Janet whispers a lot. She has good music. She can dance. I know if they want to get up and do a dance battle, I'm here for it. But I think if we're talking about singing, I don't know. But dancing, I would love to see a Beyonce Janet dance off. I would definitely be here for that. I would be here for that. Yeah, because Janet does a lot of whispering. Oh my girls at the party, look at their body. She could just think like you never did see. Got a nice package, all right. Cause I'm gonna have to ride it tonight. <laughs> Let me move on. <laughs> Y'all know she does that whisper singing. I love me some Janet, but she does a lot of whisper singing, honey. Mm-mm. Beyonce gonna come out there belting. <laughs> All right. Thank you, uh, Alex, for that. Let's see here. Young Kobe says, Street Meat Records presents the gay pop. Y'all are a mess. <laughs> Somebody else said, Bussy Smoulet. <laughs> they going to go in on Jesse, honey. Uh, Runaful sent 20 says, uh, let's see here. Ha I have to catch the playback. Speaking of aliens and Amari Kron, I forgot a UFO Hold on, I got footage of a UFO spraying something in Chicago. I wanted to send it to you to see what you and the tea sippers think. Where can I send it? Discord can only take short vids. Um, just post the link. Where's like, did you record it yourself? Okay, do this. If you recorded it yourself, email it to lovelyt2002 at yahoo.com and title it alien video. Cause I want to check it out. Because you guys know the connections I made in the last deep dive with the um, Omnicron, with the aliens and stuff. Like, that was that was a very good deep dive, if I do say so myself. And if I do say so myself, if I do. Yeah, it was a good dive. Y'all wasn't ready. Y'all thought I was going to be like, oh, wash your hands, wear a mask. I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. We're going to go deep. <laughs> but, yeah, send me that. I would like to see what these aliens are spraying. Um, the last Zoom meeting, it got kind of scary near the end. When Jose and everybody, we were all talking about aliens and, and, you know, the pyramids and the spirits and demons and stuff. I think all that shit is one and the same. So if they're spraying something, I need to be aware because I'm not too far from Chicago. I don't want to breathe in whatever they're spraying. So please send me the video. <laughs> I don't want to breathe it in. I don't know what they have they're spraying, honey. But um, yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. That alien connection is no joke. It is no joke. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Carbana SF says between Jared and Jussie, Subway can't can't catch a break. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Jared is another freak that's been locked up now. He's in prison. Yep. And I remember when I first called him out, I was attacked. Oh, he'd never. Jared would never. And I'm like, yo, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like these are pretty serious allegations. Like at least check them out. But again, we become we we get so enamored with people because we see them on television that we automatically want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But you don't know these people outside of a character. Remember, all these actors are playing characters. You don't know how they are behind the scenes. I would have never thought watching Empire that Jesse's out here doing fucking cocaine bumps and getting his peen sucked in a bathhouse. That just blew me. That blew my mind. I would have never suspected that. But hey, he admitted to it. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, you know, ne you never know. You never know. 
Somebody says lovely T versus lovely Joe. I'll be down for that. We're going to do, do a commentary uh, battle. <laughs> Cause you know, he forgets shit all the time too. So that, that'd be interesting. You pick a topic and we just go at it. Toe to toe me and lovely Joe. <laughs> I'll be down for that. <laughs> um, let's see here. Jersey girl says that news look like my, look like my mama's clothing line. Y'all are a mess. Y'all are going in on him today, honey. Um, thank you for the super chat. Love. Uh, Diamia Black, sorry if I mispronounced it. She says, sending love from France. Jay, uh, let me see if I can say this. Jay, ami beaucoup. Oh, merci beaucoup. <laughs> Appreciate you. My, my, I still remember a little bit of French. I still remember a little bit. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Eddie Banana sent $9.99 says, just wanted to show you some support. Love you, T. Love you too. And thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Miss Short and Beautiful says, Hey, Auntie, it's been a while since I caught a live. I'm out here walking my dogs. It's 70 degrees in VA. Enjoy your weekend. Love you. Love you too. Enjoy that certain degree weather, honey. Because outside my window, it's like literally two feet of snow. So have fun. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Uh, Rena says it's because Beyonce got rid of her contemporaries. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard to find somebody against Beyonce. It's going to be real hard. Um, Kimmy says, I really want to see Usher versus somebody. Usher versus Omarion. Whoo, that'd be a good battle. Okay. Omarion, you know how he dances, throw a little coat back and shit. That would be a good battle. I will be here for that. Usher versus Omarion. That'd be dope. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Diva D says Shantae Moore versus Mariah Carey. I don't think Shantae, she can sing, but I don't think her, her, I might be wrong. I don't think she has that much music, though, to keep it with Mariah. Because Mariah has, like, generations of music. I don't know if Shantae's catalog is that long. But she can sing, though. I like Shantae Moore. She can sing. Somebody says Usher versus R. Kelly. Yeah, if R. Kelly can get out of jail. Shit. R. Kelly got some bops, though. Y'all say what y'all want to say. Let the R. Kelly song come on. Shit. I know all the words. I'm just keeping it real. Um, Beyonce versus Chris Brown, even though I know it won't happen. Ain't nobody trying to versus, uh, do a versus with Chris Brown. I could see him with Omarion, maybe. Um, but Beyonce, no, not with Chris Brown. Even though he has a good catalog, he can dance. He can dance. You know, you, you give Chris a little bit of coke, he'll dance all night, honey. <laughs> just, just a little bump. He's good to go. Um, let's see here. Pat's Place says, broke college kid, Janet and Sierra. Now, that would be a good match because they both have that whispery, singy voice, and they both can dance. That would be a perfect match, Janet and Sierra. I can see that. Thank you for the super chat, broke college kid. I appreciate you. Um, blank space. Sentence says this needs to be investigated further. I have a feeling that Jimbo mode Josh. And that's why he turned out this way. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Is that why the parents ignored all this shit with Josh? Because maybe the, you know, Jimbo was doing something. You never know. Thank you for the super chat. I never really, I never thought about it like that. That's interesting. Let's see here. Um, 
Maggie sent $99.99. Thank you so much, Maggie. I appreciate you, love. Says, may God continue to bless and protect you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Y'all be going so hard. I really, really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming through. Um, Let's see here. Beyonce versus Michael Jackson. Really? Thank you for the super chat, ma'am. <laughs> what we're we going to do? Just rise up from the dead? You know it's thriller. Like, no, it's not possible. Even though I love them both, he, he can't do a versus. He's dead. Hell, if that's the case, we should do a Prince versus Michael Jackson. That'd be a, a perfect fit right there. <laughs> right. She was serious, too. Beyonce versus Michael Jackson. Five dollars. <laughs> but thank you, love. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, so now I got it. I've been on here already an hour. God, time be flying. I don't even feel like it. Shout out to all 7,000 people in the house. I appreciate y'all coming through. Make sure y'all hit that like button. If you guys are being entertained and having fun right now, please hit the like button. Um, so now we got to talk about this whole situation. I got a few things to talk about. Oh, shit. I got to. Y'all done threw me off with these verses. So let's talk about Kanye West. It's being rumored that Kanye West is going to be set up to replace Virgil. Now, I talked about this, I think, in my last stream. And people were asking me, well, what do you think about the whole Virgil-Kanye West situation? And, you know, I, I, you know, I said a little jokey joke. I was like, I believe he sacrificed him. <laughs> I'm just joking. And people were like, T, you were dead serious. You were not, you were not joking. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just find it very strange, okay, that Virgil was, for the most part, from what, from the outside looking in. Yeah, I don't know this man personally. But he looked good. He looked healthy. Then all of a sudden they said that he just died of cancer. But literally before he died of cancer, he was out here DJing. He was going to parties. He didn't look sick at all. Remember when Chadwick Bosman, when he died from cancer, remember when the pictures came out of him, people were like, what's wrong with Chadwick? With Chadwick, is he, you know, trying to, um, is he playing a new role? Is he trying to get into character for a new role? People were confused. Like his health, he looked sick. So then when it came out that he had cancer and died, people were like, okay, now it makes sense. We put two and two together. With Virgil, it was just kind of strange. I'm like, he looks so healthy. And I get it. There are some rare cancers. I get that. But that quick, I just, I thought it was weird. But anyways, so Virgil died. He literally had his funeral, not even like maybe three, four days ago. And now this is what's being announced. So I'm just giving Kanye the side eye. So this is it. So just a few days ago, Kanye, Drake, ASAP Rocky, Kid Cudi, and more attend uh, Virgil's funeral in Chicago. This was a few days ago. I don't know why they removed all the posts, but whatever. So now it's coming out and it's being stated by several outlets that Kanye West is being lined up to replace the late Virgil as Louis Vuitton's creative director in a move allegedly orchestrated by the long-term friends before the designer's death. And so a lot of people on social media are talking about this. I honestly, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like it's a bit too soon. Virgil ain't even in the ground cold yet, sir. And y'all already in talks of replacing him with Kanye West. 
I, I don't know. I just, it, it just, it kind of didn't sit well with me. I thought like, you know, I could see if it was like at least six, seven, eight months from now, but like they literally just buried him. And we all know when Virgil got that position over Kanye, Kanye was pissed. They fell off for like years behind that. But Louis Vuitton felt like, well, why should we bring on Kanye when you're getting all your creative ideas from Virgil? Why not just go to the source? You get what I'm saying? Why go through the watered down version? We can just hire Virgil. So they fell off for a long time. They ended up making up. Like I said, I said that in the last video. They, They ended up making up and stuff. But even Kanye was still talking about it, you know, when he was on the Drink Champs interview with Nori. And you could tell he still felt the way. So then once he dies and now they're talking about possibly making him the new creative director, I had to get at the side eye. You know, I just, I don't know. That just didn't sit well with me. So I, I just think it's weird. You know, I might be reaching with the whole sacrifice thing. You know, I don't want to necessarily go there. But I just find it very, very strange. Now, another thing, speaking about Kanye that he's working on. Yesterday, he did a concert. Was it the day before yesterday? He did a concert in L.A. with Drake. So they did this whole Free Larry Hoover concert. They want the leader of GD, the person who brought the GDs and formed them together in Chicago. Uh, He's been in prison for years. So they're fighting with Jay Prince to get him out of prison. They feel like he's been in there long enough. He needs to be let out. A lot of people have this very, they have mixed emotions about this because we know, you know, the GDs are a huge gang in Chicago. They've caused a lot of death and killings and, you know, all that stuff. And some people feel like, well, maybe y'all should be using y'all celebrity to um, get out a political prisoner. You know, like there's a lot of Black Panther members that are still in prison to this day and nobody's trying to get them out, but you guys are trying to get out the leader of the G's. So like I said, this is, this is what people are saying on social media, right? So there's this whole free, yeah, some people are like, yeah, keep him in jail. He's done a lot of stuff. Other people are like, no, free Larry Hoover. So him and Drake, they did the concert. One of my really good friends in LA, Aaron, he went to the concert. He was like front stage. He said it was really good. He had a good time. Kanye played a lot of good, you know, a lot of his old music. People really liked it. Drake did his thing. They seemed like they were getting along well, you know. Drake rapped to some of Kanye's songs. So whatever. I guess they're back friends. So now all of a sudden he drops this free Larry Hoover, uh, Larry Hoover uh, merchandise. So let me show y'all this. This is crazy. So now he has this merchandise, Free Hoover. And so they're selling this now. This is the thing they're all on. So like, this is Drake's post for the concert and everything. So they're all promoting this. But then from what they're saying, hold on. Trying to see, is this the one? I don't know. I got to find it. But they're basically saying that this money's not going towards um, towards the family is what I'm reading. They're saying that it's not going towards the family, that it's only going towards Kanye and the people who designed this. But now what's so crazy is, let me show y'all this. This is the price of this shit. 
I couldn't believe it. I'm like, is is he serious right now? I thought it was going to be something affordable for, I guess, the Larry Hoover fans. But it doesn't seem like it is. Let me show y'all this damn prison outfit that Kanye done designed. Y'all see this shit? He done designed a whole prison jumpsuit that says Free Hoover. And he's selling it for $360. Kanye, you're tripping. You're tripping. Let me show y'all this sweatshirt. Same thing with the sweatshirt. He's selling this. Let me show y'all this real quick. $200 for a sweatshirt. So I'm just like, well, if it's not going towards him and his family, is this just going towards Kanye's pocket? Like, I, I guess I'm confused because he's he's charging so much for this. Even the hat. Look at the hat. Let me show y'all this hat. 60 bucks for this hat. Who the hell pays $60 for a hat? I don't know. I just, I don't know how I feel about it. I just feel like it's a bit much. Like, okay, fine. If y'all want to get him out and y'all want him free, that's one thing. But what kind of scares me with this is that now they're selling merch. I don't want this merch to be used to start some more street beef in Chicago. You know, because if people put on this merchandise, I'm assuming most people who who would buy this are like, you know, the GDs who want them free. So will that mark that young person if they're wearing this saying, you know, free Hoover? Will that cause another gang to come at them? You get what I'm saying? Maybe I'm breaching, but that's how I'm looking at this like, you know, is this going to cause somebody to look at this kid who's wearing this free Hoover sweatshirt? Like, well, you must be part of that gang. We have enough gang shit going on out here, all these killings. I don't know. I just think it's really, I just, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I think it's definitely overpriced. Um, 360, it looks like a prison uniform for $360. I think that's a bit much. Let me see if I can find the article that was talking about what he's doing. I mean, they got jeans too. Funny enough. Okay, here it goes. Let me show y'all the article. I found it. Let me also show y'all these jeans. Who the fuck is wearing these jeans, honey? Look at these jeans. Really? I'm gonna let y'all know now. If I'm out and about, if I'm in the club, do not come and holler at me with no free Hoover jeans. <laughs> act like you act like you don't even see me. Don't come and talk to me. Don't what up, girl? What should I? I ain't got no phone number. I got a pager. <laughs> Hell no. But yeah, this was an article that Complex just wrote. They said that the Larry Hoover benefit merch sales will reportedly not go towards charity. So those clothes are not even going towards charity. They're saying that the concert, though, the tickets from the concert sales, that's going towards uh, charity, but not the clothing. So I, I don't know who's getting the money from this clothing. I don't know who's going to buy the clothing, to be honest with you. But that's what they're saying. But, yeah, I just, I don't know. I wasn't feeling that. I feel like, um, you know, if they want to get them free, that's fine. You know, if they want to be the voice to get them out, you know, that's their business. That's their plight that they're working on right now, and that's fine. But the merch and the price of the merch, 
Absolutely not. I mean, that sweatshirt probably cost him $10 to make. And you're selling it for $200. Yeah. Somebody says they're reselling Levi's and just posting free Hoover on them. Yeah, I don't know who's going to buy it, but I'm, I'm sure people will buy it just because it's Kanye. And, you know, people love Kanye. They love Drake and whatever they touch, people will run and buy. So I'm sure people will buy it. But my thing is, I just hope it doesn't start any gang beef, right? Because you're saying free the guy who started a whole entire gang. So I'm assuming that some of the people who will buy it will be people from the gang. And then people see them wearing that. I just hope it doesn't cause any conflict in the streets is what I'm trying to say. You know, because we live in such a crazy world right now. You just never know. So that's what Kanye's on right now. So now moving on to Kanye, I want to talk about Christy Teigen. Because y'all seen her popping. This lady's just weird. Um, She's currently being drugged and she's upset that people are mad at her. And she's being drugged because she took a bath with all with two of her kids, with her um, her son and her daughter. Let me see. Hold on. Where did the picture go? It was on my desktop. Okay. Let me pull it up. Give me just a second. It was here. It's gone. So I'm going to show you this um, picture that she posted. It went viral. And it's her in the bathtub with her children. So she's being really criticized for this. It's like she's always looking for some type of attention. She's just a weirdo. So this is the picture here. If y'all haven't seen it. So she's being criticized on social media. This is a picture of her five-year-old Luna and three-year-old Miles. Her kids are adorable. They're like a cross between her and John Legend. And so she ended up posting this on her social media page. People were going in on her. A lot of people feel like, okay, one, her kids are too old for her to be bathing with. You know, the five-year-old, the three-year-old. And so she feels like people are judging her. You know, she has a right to parent how she wants to parent. Now, I'll say this, you know, because it's not for me to, like, tell people how to parent their kids. You want to climb into a bathtub with your 12-year-old, that is your business. But does everything have to be posted on social media? That's my issue. If you want to sit in a bathtub with your 5- and your 3-year-old, whatever. I, I don't know what goes on in everybody's house. I know for me, I stop taking baths with my kids once they turn 1, okay? Sometimes it's easier when they're little put them in the shower with you, you wash them up, hand them to their dad. Or sometimes you want to relax, the baby's coming in there anyways, throwing bottles and hitting your head with toys. Get in here. Just get in the tub with me and sit down, okay? But again, they were young, like one. I don't see myself climbing in a bathtub with my five-year-old. That That's just not an option, you know what I'm saying? And again, why did you post this? And the reason why, why she gets backlash, y'all can look in the chat, y'all see the emojis. This is the same weirdo who deleted over 50,000 tweets because people accused her of being part of Pizzagate. You've talked about how toddlers and tiaras turn you on. You've talked about all this sexual shit with children, with young children. 
how you watch teen mom to see them physically give birth and see kids sliding out, out of their vaginas. Chrissy's a weirdo. This is all stuff that she wrote on her on her Twitter page. And then when people went back and they started pulling them and confronting her about it, she played victim. And she got, remember, she got a bunch of people banned off her Twitter because of that. People who were verified. So I think that's where a lot of the backlash is coming from. You know, one, because she didn't need to post this, but two, her history. So my thing is, did you post this bathtub picture to send a, a smoke signal? Are you saying, who are you sending a smoke signal to, Chrissy? Who are you trying to let know that your kids are ready? Because she's a weirdo. She writes weird shit. She tweets weird shit. And now you're in a bathtub with your children. I'm just not feeling, like I said, what she wants to do in the comfort of her home where nobody knows that's her business. But when you post it on social media, you make it the world's business. And she obviously posted it for a reason. She was looking for attention. And because she's not getting the attention and the praise that she's always seeking, now she's a victim. Oh, you guys are harassing me, my kids. You guys are trying to, you know, you guys are talking about my mothering skills. Again, you don't have to post everything online. And the thing is, she knew what she was doing because let's not forget, she got drugged for this a few months ago. Let me pull this up. So a few months ago, she was on social media and she posted this picture of herself in the bathtub, um, holding onto her boobs and her daughter is supposedly washing her hair. And I think she was four at the time. She said she was stressed or some shit and... She, you know, her daughter was washing her hair to relax her. Again, okay, cute. Why is this not in the family album? Why is this just not something that you just, you know, shared a picture between you and John? Why is this being posted on social media? And people, she got backlash for this as well. So if you got backlash for this picture and your daughter is fully clothed, why would you think people would not have backlash about this picture? I don't know. She, it's just weird. It's just weird. And again, like I said, it's not even so much that she's in the tub with her kids. Like if she didn't post this on social media, nobody would be none the wiser. You know, some people do bathe with their kids. I think five is a bit too old. I just me personally, I think five is a bit too old, but at least the five-year-old is a girl, you know, but there's nothing wrong with bathing with your kids. But I think after two, I think that's just a bit much, you know, unless you're just doing a quick showering and handing them off to the other parent. You know, sometimes we got to go jump in the shower. Let's go. But again, why does this need to be posted on social media, especially with her background of being attached to Pizzagate? So I just think she's weird. Look, Diva said it. She said, well, who took the picture? Exactly. But again, remember when she had that miscarriage, and her and John were taking all these pictures. I'm like, who was taking a picture of this? This is an intimate moment. Why, why do we need to see this? She could have just sent out a, 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 a damn carrier uh, <laughs> pigeon and said that, you know, this is what they're going through. They recently lost their child. Keep them in prayer. But it's like everything with her just has to be videotaped and photographed. It's just weird. It's like just live in your privacy, live in your anonymity. Because, again, as soon as she gets the attention that she doesn't like, then she's victim. Then she's deleting tweets. So a lot of people are dragging her about that. 
Somebody says it looks like it's a magazine spread or something. I mean, it could be, but even then, why, why do that magazine spread with your kids? You know, she could have easily did a spread, you know, with them around the dinner table, eating dinner or them playing with toys. Like I, it's just a lot of pedo shit going on out here and um, I'm just not here for it. So now let me go ahead and segue into this next situation that's gone viral on social media. Now this man, he's, uh, he's an artist. I think he's, he's Haitian. I think he's like a Haitian rapper. And so the shade room had posted this picture. Um, excuse me. It was a video of him. And basically his daughter is twerking on him. So this has caused a lot of controversy on social media. And so him, the baby's mother, they've been kind of going off on people. Let me see something really quick. Okay. So let me show you the video. I don't really want to play too much of the music, though. So this is, I'm going to play a little bit of it. Just watch this child. So a lot of people are just not feeling this. Like the little girl's like twerking up on him. Now Masika Kalasia, she came on his post and this is what she wrote. She says, this should have been a teachable moment instead of an IG upload, shake my head. That baby is doing something that she saw someone else do in her little, in her little school uniform, not knowing what she's doing or why. Daddy should have calmly stopped her, stopped her and told her that it's inappropriate and did a different fun dance with her. But I guess going viral is all that matters, shaking my head. So a lot of people were going after him. And initially he had all this bravado. He was like, oh, y'all are just hating and all this other mess. He was like going off. Um, hold on. So now after getting drug, he's apologizing. But what kind of is weird with the apology, this is his most recent video with the little girl. Now watch this. So that's the beat. Just watch how they're dancing. This is... Don't too much. He's like grinding his pelvis on her. I hate I can't play the music. Like this is a part that's just like, what is this? Why are they humping on each other? You know, and I'm not... I'm not trying to judge him as a parent because I get dancing with your kids, having fun with your kids. But I think, again, everything doesn't need to be posted on social media. But I have to question, why is your daughter grinding against your pelvis and why are you grinding against her chest like that? It's just very, very weird. So a lot of people just really weren't feeling it. Um, It's no different than when I saw Kodak Black when he was kind of filling up his mom, like grabbing on her butt as they're like dancing. It's like, you know, there's certain boundaries with with being a parent. 
parent child, there has to be certain boundaries. And I feel like as a little girl, she doesn't understand the extent of that. She's just dancing. She's happy to be around her father. You know, obviously I'm, I'm assuming they have a good relationship, you know, in spite the fact that's her father, her father's in her life. But I think the father also needs to set boundaries to let her know that certain dances are not appropriate for your age. Okay. Because while he's grinding on her and doing all that, what happens when somebody who's not her father decides to do the same thing? She's going to think it's normal that a grown man should be grinding his pelvis on her or that she should be twerking up on a grown man because her dad allows her to do it to her, to him. I mean, so I think that's where he's crossing a slippery slope. So people were dragging him. And so initially he was saying, um, since y'all want to judge, why don't y'all judge my music? Tell me my music trash. Tell me your honest opinion. That's right. Shut the F up. So he was very, you know, he was really angry. He didn't want to hear what people had to say. So let me go ahead. This was his tweet here. I found it. So this is the tweet. And this is what he was saying. Let me just show y'all this. Where did it go? Just did hold on. Oh, here it is. Okay. So this is the tweet here because people were like confronting him. So he was saying here, since y'all want to judge, why don't y'all judge my music? Tell me my music trash. Tell me your honest opinion. Yeah, that's right. Shut the F up. So, you know, still kind of like, Acting like, oh, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Y'all need to mind y'all's business. So more people kept dragging him. And even the baby's mother came and was defending him. And she was going off too. So then he finally came out with an apology. Let me show y'all what the mother said. So the mother says, this is my daughter. And that's her father. Save the trash talk for someone else. Y'all always ready to tell somebody how to raise their kid, except y'all's own shaking my head. So a lot of folks were coming for them. Um, as you see in the comments, people were saying her twerking is one thing, but she's twerking on her own father. Throw the whole family away. This is uncomfortable as F. So what are y'all going to say when she goes to school doing this to other kids? This is how molestation and sexual assault starts. I'm just saying. So a lot of people had things to say about the situation. So let me read to you guys his PR apology. So he says, first and foremost, I want to apologize to the people who may, who my video offended. I understand why people would mistake my video as inappropriate and I don't blame them at all from the outside looking in. Again, I apologize. I did not mean any harm to my child. That was a short clip of a longer clip. And in the, vid and in the video, you can clearly see just my daughter being herself, having fun as she loves to dance. As a new parent, I failed in teaching a moment. I should have given her an understanding of what she was doing and the guidance of the actions that took place. If it comes as a shock to me because she's never done that before. And as a parent, I will take full accountability. Parents are allowed to make mistakes coming from a family of musicians, dancers, entertainers. 
The video was posted out of humor. We are motivated to entertain our audience. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. Uh, Stevie Franch. So that's what he had to say. That was his apology. And I mean, that's good that he apologized. But I, I refuse to believe that the girl just did that for the first time and he had no idea. Um, I don't believe it. I'm not buying it. Somebody posted this picture in the Discord. I'm assuming it's the same girl. I might be wrong, but I think it's the same girl. Um, let me show y'all this picture. And we've seen kids doing shit like this on social media. You see the braids? I believe it's his daughter. I just feel like at, you know, at what point are certain things, you know what I'm saying, not kid appropriate? I mean, unless she's like in gymnastics, which she's not, she's on the floor, spread eagle. And I'm assuming it's not a video, but she's probably twerking, you know. But again, a lot of these girls, a lot of these young, these young children are getting this stuff from either the parents, music videos, TikTok. And things like that. So I think that he should have used that moment. As soon as she started twerking on him, that's when the video should have stopped. And he should have talked to her like, no, you don't do that. You don't twerk on me. You know what I'm saying? You don't dance like that. So I think that as parents, it is your job to guide your child. You know, hopefully this was a one-time mistake. But then the second video comes out when he's like grinding on her. So I don't know. I just wish he would just stop. Okay? Like, Dance to Baby Shark or something, you know, just all this sexually suggestive stuff that she's doing, you know, she's way too young for that. And I get posting stuff, looking for likes and attention. But again, when people don't get the attention and the likes that they want, then all of a sudden they get angry, they get upset. But he has to understand that that's not normal. And one, she's too young to be dancing like that. And she's definitely too young to be dancing on her father like that. So hopefully this is his teachable moment. You know, he understands that. And then there's no other issues, you know, going forward. But yeah, you have a lot of, you know, babies out here. They just, they emulate what they see. You know, she's a child, so she doesn't know any better. She's watching, you know, the latest viral sensation on TikTok. And that's how most of these girls dance, you know, unfortunately. So again, it's for the parents to let their kids know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. So let me go ahead and read some of these super chats. I've been out here for an hour and 34 minutes. Um, let's see here. Shelly J says, I wouldn't put it past him. I didn't. Kanye said he did something similar to his mom. Please don't get me to lying, but I think something like that was said. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Um, Best 24, thank you for the 1999 super sticker. Thank you so much. Um, Sin Kowali says, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's exactly how I felt. They could have easily used their power to free um, Muma Abu Jamal. Thank you so much. Thank you for the $49.99. Yeah, I just, I, I just kind of thought it was weird, you know, that they're putting so much energy into the free Larry Hoover situation. I mean, he's been in there a long time. You know, maybe it is time that he gets out. But I also wish that they would also speak out for political prisoners as well you know, who actually were trying to help better the black community, you know, but again, it's hip hop. So they're always going to gear their stuff 
they're all going to attach themselves to something that's more, you know, thuggish or more dark as opposed to somebody who is a political prisoner. That's what it seems like anyways to me, because this movement is really moving. But why not try and get out some of the Black Panther members, you know, who have been in there forever and they were actually fighting for the betterment of for the betterment of Black people. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Mama Got It says, I thought it would be weird how the whole situation, um, how the whole Astroworld incident happened after Kanye was on Drink Champs, speaking on the beef with Drake and Travis. Then Kanye did a Sunday service dedicated to the victims. Thank you so much for the super chat. I thought that was weird, too. I didn't like the Sunday service with all the kids singing. It just it didn't feel right to me um, that they jumped on that service so quickly when all the information was still coming out, everything was still fresh. And I know recently Travis did an interview with Charlemagne the God. Um, I watched it, but I just felt like too soon. Too soon. I don't think he should have came out talking about it yet. And then the fact that he's more concerned about them dropping these lawsuits, I just don't think it was a good look. I think he shouldn't have just said anything. Um, and just continue to do stuff behind the scenes. Because at this point, it's not something as just simple as, oh, it's not my fault. The music was playing. I couldn't see. I couldn't hear. It's a lot of blame to go around. And I felt like a lot of it was being shifted, you know. But shout out to Charlemagne, though. He began them interviews. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else could talk to Travis besides Charlemagne. So I thought it was a decent interview, but I just think it was just too soon. And he was trying too hard to distance himself. And these families who lost their loved ones, they're not trying to hear that shit. They're not trying to hear none of that. So, yeah, it's a lot going on with that whole situation. But thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Jersey Girl says, Virgil had talent and vision, not Kanye. Just look at this prison sweatsuit that he just look at this prison sweatsuit that he designed. Those fashion shows of Kanye's are Walking Dead outfits. Yeah, Virgil was definitely the creative. Okay, he definitely did the damn thing. And when he left Yeezy, you could tell. You could definitely tell when he got when he was gone. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Shauna D sent 20. She sent the super sticker. It says, You are amazing. Thank you so much, Shauna D. Appreciate you. Um, Khalif said 1999. Oh, I'm sorry. Kashif, 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 Thank you so much. He says, Hey T, this is chief Pharaoh from the discord new member. Just wanted to send in an abundance of positive energy your way. Since you put yours on the line, constantly doing your research for us. Hit the like button, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming through. I really appreciate you. And welcome to the Discord. And shout out to all the old members, honey, who don't crept back. I'm seeing a lot of old people that left or were booted out by the bots, and they've come back. So welcome back to a lot of the old members as well. It's good to have you guys back. And welcome to all the new members, too. So thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Um, I am Blackie for... Says Sierra versus Janet and Beyonce versus Mariah. Thank you for the super chat. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think the Sierra versus Janet would be a good one. I think that'd be really good. So thank you. Or you know what? Who else? 
Sierra versus um, Tiana Taylor. Because Tiana Taylor can dance, too. They're kind of, like, on the same level. I think that'd be good, too. That'd be another really good battle. Let's see here. Sean says the sad part about this is it's going to sell out messing around with Jay Prince. Yeah. Yeah, because anything Kanye, Drake, Jay Prince, whatever they touch, people are going to run to support. But like I said, I just hope that those shirts don't create any type of beef in the streets, you know, and especially being that they're so expensive, you know, people may rob other people for those hats and the shirts, you know, just to be doing it. So we'll have to see. Uh, DR sent $10. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Jasmine Rodriguez sent 20 says, Hey T just wanted to say, I love you. And I love your content. Um, still can't get over the astral world documentary. Such an amazing job that you did. God bless you. Hope all goes well with your surgery. Mucho amor. Thank you so much. Love you too. And I'm so glad that you enjoyed the astral world. Um, the astral world documentary, um, yeah, it was, it was deep. I, I really put a lot into that. So I'm glad that some people were able to watch it and take something away from it, you know? So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens next with the whole situation with Astroworld. So thank you. Uh, Queen C, what's up, Queen C? She says, T, that Zoom meeting the other night was great. Stopping by to send love. I'm going to catch the playback later. Love you, by the way, Chrissy and Stevie. Our mother effing weirdos. <laughs> Thank you, Queen. Appreciate you. And yes, the Zoom meeting was lit. I definitely enjoyed the Zoom meeting. And it was nice to hear from a lot of the new people as well, because that was their first Zoom. So it was it was just awesome. It was nice to like just see some new tea sippers. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Dr. Hen, number one tea sipper, says, Hey friend, why post though? I have a male doctor friend who told me he showers with his seven-year-old daughter and five-year-old son. I thought it was weird as hell. I've never seen a peen in my life until I was older. Love you. Love you too. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's the thing, you know, like when, for me, when kids start recognizing body parts, you know, when they can be like boobies and, you know, grab your boobs and, you know, cause that's what kids do. They, they grab on you and do all types of shit. Right. Then I think at that point, they're a little bit too old. You know what I'm saying? If if your if your child knows what a beef stick is, do you really need to be taking a shower with her? You know, I just I think at a certain age, you gotta cut it off, you know. So and if it's a situation where you feel like, okay, fine, we're running late, you know, things are getting behind, let's herp and get them in the shower. Then do it the night before, you know what I'm saying? Give them a bath the night before. So then that way in the morning, you can jump out with them and get them out the door. I mean, they're only five and seven. It's not like they're going to be musty and dirty. So I just think it's just parents just, you know, trying to, one, be lazy, just trying to kill two birds with one stone. But I just think at a certain age, there's no reason for a seven-year-old to be shot with a grown man. But that's just my opinion. So thank you. Everybody parents differently. Um, let's see here. Uh, Sean says... You're not judging, but I am. <laughs> and now we see what happens to these kids. Um, the other parent knows. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sean. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. Um, All About Me says, well, I'm going to judge him as a parent. If my child's father did this, I'm put him in the grave. Absolutely unacceptable. He can talk to God. Oh, she is not playing. Yeah, I just, like I said, I just think it's a bit too much. 
And I hope he's sincere about the apology. And I hope that this weird dancing with his daughter ceases, you know, because what he does not want to happen is that his daughter is doing this to other kids in the classroom or that people see this video. And then now they're grooming that daughter because you don't put this out there for the world. So again, people looking for social media attention and validation. It's scary. Um, Izzy H says, T, I didn't mean Chrissy did a magazine spread. I think she treats her life like a magazine spread. Definitely weird. Love you, T. Love you, too. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Chrissy's a whole weirdo, in my personal opinion. She just is. So thank you so much. Haitian Queen Mimi says, um, hey, T, the dance in the second video is called Compa. And has a lot of grinding, but not with children or parents. Okay, so there goes somebody of Haitian descent breaking it down. So it is a more sexual dance because to me, that's what it looked like. And I just don't, I mean, he's grinding his hips and he's moving around. And literally his daughter is like, you know, the same height as his hips. I just think that's a bit much. That's not a dance that he needs to teach her, you know? So thank you for that. So you guys, I've been on here for an hour and 44 minutes. So thank you all so much for watching. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been a great stream. I can't believe it's already four o'clock. Time is flying. So you guys be safe out here. This weather is nuts. If you guys are in the warm climates of the United States, definitely enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us are like, you know, we're getting hit right now. So thank y'all for coming through. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. I'm going to do another stream Sometime this week, I'm going to do one more stream before I go in to go into surgery. So I'll do one last stream and then I will not be back for a while. Um, I will keep in touch as far as like the discord and things like that once I start feeling a little bit better. But I will not be on YouTube for a while. So just understand that. Please do not send me any nasty emails. Time I wear you pin. I'm unsubscribing. You just be disappearing. Please don't because I had a lot of that when I had my last surgery just understand I'm going to be gone for a while. So um, you guys take care and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.